Ketubot Tafsadi. The last thing we're discussing, a woman who pulls out two gets and two ketubot, she gets uh, payment for two ketubot, or if she comes to uh, the betin with uh, two ketubot and one get, or ketubah with two gets, or ketubah get, and then her husband passed away. In these cases, she only gets paid one ketubah, because all it means is they got remarried and they just uh, kept the first ketubah and they just went with that. And with that, we're starting Sadi Amud Aleph, four lines in by the Mishnah, where it says Katan. Katan Shesio Aviv. A Katan whose father married him off, and then all of a sudden they grew up together. He became Bar Mitzvah, and they just continued to stay married. The wedding stands, the Ketubah stands. The reason he stayed married to her was on the condition of the, the Ketubah. And same idea, he became Jewish, his wife stayed married to him. The Ketubah that he wrote to her when they were, they were still Goyim, it's uh, it stands. Why shall we not can That's the reason they continued staying married to each other. And Amarav Huna Loshanu Elam Maneoma time. All this is just the Maneoma time, the 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 basic, the one that betim is mechayev everyone. About Tosefet and but she doesn't get the extra. Rav Yehuda Amar Afilu Tosefet Yeshla even the extra. Uh, she also has that because that's the reason they continue the marriage again. Everything that was written in the Ketubah, not just whatever Hachamim mechayev on everything they wrote. The problem is, we have a bright that says, this katan who became a gadol, or this convert to, uh, who went from being not Jewish to Jewish, if they added anything into the uh, over the original ketubah, she gets uh, the extra, whatever they wrote. And it sounds like, if they added something, but if they didn't add anything, then she wouldn't get the, the extra. The Gemara says, She could also get what they added. So not just what it says in the Ketubah, but also, not just the extra, but everything. But it doesn't say that. If you pay attention, it says in the Brayta, If they added something, she gets that addition. She didn't add anything. The Betulah gets 200, and the Almanah gets 100, the basic. And it's a problem on Rav Yehuda. So the Gemara explains, Rav Yehuda matnitin at'iteh. Now, the Rav Yehuda, the, the language of the Mishnah was made him mistaken. When he, he understood when it said the words stands, that's going on everything that was written. Below, it's not true. It was only going on the basic, the base 100, 200. And now we're starting the 10th parak of Masechet Ketubot. The Mishnah starts, Someone who was married to two women, and he passes away, and leave anything except uh, one Ketubah. The first woman, she gets, uh, she has rights to her Ketubah before the second woman, even though there's nothing going to be left for the second woman. Same idea. If both women passed away, then the first woman's children, they inherit before the second one. They get their mother's ketubah. Now, let's say he married the first woman, she passed away. Then then he married the second woman, then he passes away. The second woman or her children, they go first. They get ketubah rights first before the children of the first wife. The reason is as follows. The, the first wife, when she passed away, what her children now get is everything that her, their grandfather, the, the mother, the, her father, whatever he brought into the marriage as a dowry, and the father had to match Ketubat Ben Indichrin, we talked about this earlier in the Masechet, they're supposed to get that, but they're called Yorshim. The second woman, 
uh, she, uh, her husband passed away while she's still alive, or let's say she swore and then she passed away. Now her children come in her stead. That they're coming in as creditors. They're owed the ketuba money, and they're kodemin leorsherishona. They go before the inheritors of the first wife. The first wife's children are trying to get ketubat ben dechrin. Their mother's part of the ketuba, what the grandfather brought in, that the husband, that their father had to match. That's what they're going for. And the idea is very simple, is the second wife and her kids are creditors, and the kids from the first wife, they're considered inheritors, and creditors always come before inheritors. And the Gemara starts, When it says the Rishona goes before the Shniya, but it does not say that the first one gets a Ketubah, the second one does not get a Ketubah. It doesn't say that. It just says the first one goes first. What do we understand? The second one grabbed, we don't take away from her. What do we understand from here? A second creditor, a person who... Uh, uh, lent money to this person after the first creditor. Vegaba, if he took his money first, Mashigaba, whatever he took, he took, and you don't pull it out of his hand, even though the first creditor has rights first. But if the second one grabbed it, he grabbed it. Gmas says, no. You could always say whatever the second creditor grabbed is not called grabbing. So why over here it says Rishona Kodemet Lashnia? Legamre Katane, completely. That means even if the second one grabbed, we take it away from her. Like we said before, Ben Kodem Labat. And in that case, even if a bat takes a Yerusha or she takes a part of the of, of the assets before her, her older brother, it means nothing. We take it out of her hands. So same idea over here. Now, Ikadamre, some explain it a little bit differently, or the opposite. Because it doesn't say that since it doesn't say that if the second one grabbed it, we don't take it out of our hand, Miklas, what do we understand? That if the second one came and grabbed it, we take it out of our hand and we give it to the first. What do we understand? A second creditor, uh, creditor the later creditor, who took before the first creditor, whatever he took, he didn't take. It's not his, he has to give it back to the first guy. And the Gemara pushes back, no, opposite. You could also say, whatever he took, he took. And I did it. But since the Sefa says, the that in the case where the husband passed away and now the second wife was uh, still alive, the second wife and the, her kids go before the inheritors of the first wife. So since they said the word kodem, then tananami harishona kodem et lashnia. So they also wrote that harishona is before the second one, but it didn't say anything that if the second one uh, would grab, uh, would we take it out of her hand or not? And it could very well be that we don't take it out of her hand. Now the Gemara goes back into the case. Nasat harishona, if a person married the first wife, she passes away. Then he marries second wife. Then he dies. The second woman goes before the inheritors of the first woman. So we learn three things from here. Number one, that one wife passes away while he's alive and one passes away when he already passed away. The first wife's children, they get their mother's dowry money, whatever their grandfather brought into the marriage, their father matched. They get that money, and we're not going to say that the kids from the second wife are going to get upset. Oh, you took uh, that, your mother's dowry, plus you want to split and then inheritance, and they're going to... We're not worried they're going to fight. And the Gemara explains me, my 
How do we know that we're not worried about this and that we're not worried they're going to fight? Because our Mishnah says that if a person married the first wife and she died, the second wife, then he died. The second wife and her children, they go before the Yorshim of the, the first wife. Now, they go before the second wife and her kids go before the first kids. Ha'ika, but if there is enough money, shakle, then the, the first uh, the first children they get also. So that's number one. Ushmamina, number two thing that we learned that ketuba naset mutar lahaverta. One ketuba becomes an extra for the other ketuba. Meaning, in order for their for everyone to get their mother's ketuba, meaning the dowry part, the ketubat benin there has to be leftover money. So the first one gets this, the second one gets that. And if there's a little bit more money, then we could split that as inheritance. So there's enough for something to be called an inheritance. If there's not enough for a ketubat benindichin for one to take whatever their grandfather put in to that ketubah for the dowry, then we don't split. So here we're understanding that if the second wife gets a ketubah, her ketubah becomes the extra, and that allows the first kids to get a ketubat benindichin. That's the second one. Number three, We learned that the ketubat that money that the grandfather put in and the, the husband matched, you cannot take it out from assets that the husband already sold. Because if you want to think that you could take out of land that was sold, because what could actually happen is that the kids from the first wife they can come and now take the land or take the assets away from the the, the the second wife and her kids because, hey, it belonged to us first. Our grandfather put the money in, our father matched it, and it's ours first. And they can take it out. But we see, obviously, that's not the case. And the Ketubat Benin of the first wife, they cannot uh, come and pull it out from the second children. And, and therefore, Ketubat Benin they cannot take any land that was sold, any asset that was sold. So now, Matkif la Ravashe. has a question. Mimai, how do we know that Ketubat uh, Benin even happens when the first one passed away while he was alive? Maybe if the one passed away while he was alive, one after he passed away, the, the children from the first wife, they don't get Ketubat Benin anymore. Why? Because we're worried they might fight. And what does that mean when we say that the Yoshim of the second wife, they go first? We're just talking about regular inheritance. After the second uh, wife's children, after they get their part, then the first guys come in and they take their spot, their part like regular inheritors. So then if that's the, the case, why are we calling them Yorshe Harishona? We're calling them the, the inheritors of the first wife. They're supposed to be called the children of the of the first wife, not the Yoshim of the first wife. They're the Yoshim of the father. So the Gemara explains, that's not a problem, because you could always explain, I did it, Tana, Shinyah, Yoshim, since uh, the, the Mishnah said the Shinyah and her Yoshim, so then Tana, Nami, Yoshim, so it also said the Yoshim of the Rishona, but it really meant the Yoshim of the, the father. And the second thing that you said, that the Ketubah becomes the extra. So if the second wife gets her Ketubah, her children get the Ketubah, then the first ones can step in and take their Ketubah benin dechrin. Maybe one Ketubah is not extra, and the other ones can take the Ketubah benin dechrin. Over here, or maybe over here, Dafka, the reason they could take was there was extra money. And since there was even one dinar extra, they could take their Ketubat Benin Dikhrin. 
Vehad and here's the third thing. You should just know it's a tanae. There's machloket if the first one passed away while he was alive, and the second one passed away after he passed away. It's a machloket tanaim if the first ones can take ketubat uh, benindichin or not. The tanya metu if uh, if uh, the person's wives passed away. One before he passed away, one after he passed away. Ben Anasomer. The first, the children of the first wife could tell the children of the second wife, You are children of someone who is a creditor, you owe money, meaning our father owes your mother money, and we have to pay you money. Take your mother's ketubah and get out. And then we can now come and take ketubah ben indichrin. And if there's nothing left from the money, well, that's it. Already we saw that the minute the father passed away, the Nahala, the inheritance, passed over the the, the first wife's children and went to the second wife's children, the fact that they got first. Meaning what's rightfully there is their Ketubat ben Indichin stopped. The second wife's children were able to take, and now the first one comes in. So the fact that it stopped... It totally stopped, and now they split everything even. And the, the first, uh, wi- the first wife's children, they don't get ketubat ben indichrin. My love, be'akam iflage. Now, isn't this their machloket? The more savada ben anas held, had bechayav, had bemotoyish len ketubat ben indichrin. There is a concept of the first ones getting their mother's ketubat the dowry. Or more savada be'akiba held, had bechayav, had bemotoyish en laim ketubat ben indichrin. That's it. If your mother passed away while he was alive, he married a second wife. That's it. You don't get ketubat ben indichrin. You don't get that dowry money. So Amar Abash, Kachtinu Rabbanan Deberav. I found the rabbis in the yeshiva, the Atveve Kamre, and they were saying there was no machloket. Techule Alma, according to everyone, had bechayav, had bemoto, yeshlen ketubat benidchin. One passed away during his life, one after his life. The children of the first wife, they do get their mother's ketubat the dowry. Vehacha over here, what's the machloket between the ketubat and aset motar lachaverta? If the ketubah, the, the second wife and her children taking their the ketubah money, does that is that considered extra and that allows the first children, the first wife's children, to take their ketubah ben indichrin? same thing, same machloket. When it comes to creditors, more savar benanas holds one ketubah becomes extra. When the second wife takes her ketubah, that becomes extra. And now the the first wife's children can now take their mother's ketubah ben indichrin. And same idea. When there's leftover that's meant to go to a creditor, or the father before passing away, he owed someone money, the fact that they're able to pay this creditor back is considered like there's leftover. And now the children from the first wife can now come and take the the ketubah is not considered extra. So if the second wife gets her ketubah, that's not considered leftover money. So the first kids could take their ketubah ben yidichrin. Same idea with the money that's supposed to go to a creditor. It's not considered leftover, and the second uh, and first kids will not get their ketubah ben yidichrin. And Rabbah told the rabbis in the Beit Midrash, When it comes to Balchov, everyone will agree that is considered uh, that's considered extra. And if there's enough to pay a creditor, then the, the first kids could take the ketubah ben indichrin. Their machloket is when the second wife took ketubah. Can the kids from the first uh, wife take the ketubah ben indichrin? So now, Matki Flarav Yosef. Av Yosef has a question. Ihachi, if Rabbi Akiva is arguing only when there's an extra dinar or not, 
Then when Rabbi Akiva Omer, when he said uh, before in the Braita, where he said, the Nahala already uh, jumped, meaning the first kids couldn't get their Ketubat Benin Dikhinder. First the second kids got theirs, and, their, and then the second ones, uh, then the first ones came in, but it already stopped. We don't have to go through all that. We should, Rabbi Akiva should have said over there, Im yesh motar dinar mi He should have said, it all depends if there's extra money or not. That's what he was supposed to say. Yosef, what was the real machloket? The machloket is where the first wife passed away while the husband was alive, the second one passed away when the husband already passed away. And yes, they're arguing as the same machloket as the following. If a person married the first wife, she passed away. Then he married the second wife, and, she, and then he passed away. The children of the second wife after her, their mother passed away, and they come, they take their mother's ketubah. And the children from the first wife, they don't take nothing. The rest, they split evenly. If there's a little bit more than whatever the ketubot are worth, so there's 50 grand here, 50 grand here, and there's, let's say, one extra thousand dollars, whatever, even there's a dinar extra. The children from the second wife take their mother's ketubah money. And the children from the first wife, they take their mother's ketubah money. And if you don't have anything extra, then the entire inheritance gets split evenly. Now, my love, isn't this their machloket? They're more savari bishimon held. that If one passed away while he's alive, one after he passed away, the first ones have the ketubat benin dechirin. Umor savarintana kama held. Ahad bechaya vechad bemoto en laim ketubat benin dechirin. That if one passed away while he's alive and one after he passed away, they don't get the the children from the first wife don't get their mother's ketubat benin dechirin. And the Gemara says, "Lo, that's not their machloket." The Chole Alma, everyone will agree that ahad bechaya vechad bemoto when one passed away before he passed away and one after he passed away. Everyone will agree that they have Ketubat Benin Dechrin. The Hacha over here, the Mahloket is, there is an extra dinar. But Bidinar Mikar Ke'ai The Mahloket is that this extra dinar is, does it have to be land or not? More Savar, Tanakama held Mikar in. If there's extra land, one dinar, then okay, that's considered extra. However, metal telelo, but if it's a movable object like cash, then no, that's not considered extra. Or more savan bishimon held, I feel metal tele, even if there's movable objects, even if there's cash, one extra dinar, and the first wife's kids will then get their ktubat benin dechrin. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.